SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. I've seen the highlights of the, the Raptors and the Lakers here right now. Piss me off. I knew they were going to lose. They never win when they wear these stupid Drake jerseys, I'm telling you. I knew. I was like, what? I remember when they came on, I'm like, what the hell is this? Why are they doing this? I knew it. They used to never win when they mix it up either. When I used to wear, what was it, the Toronto Husky stuff, they would never win either. All right, I'm trying to find a, uh, trying to find the game on TV here, but for shame. What kind of world do I live in when I don't get the San Jose Shark-Colorado Avalanche game? I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to uh, tidy some things up. Oh God, I'm gonna get screwed here, guys. It was four-one for Colorado. It was four-one with like four minutes left, three minutes left. It's four-three right now. I have under seven and a half. I have under seven and a half. I'm trying to end strong here. Yeah, great. It was just four-one. When it was four-two, I said, "Oh, great." It was four-two. I'm like, "Oh, now they're gonna pull it. Whatever." Now. Now they're gonna. Now they're in it. Like it was just stayed four one. They would have tapped out, right? Like Colorado took the pedal off the metal and was like, whatever. We'll just win the game four one, right? And it was one of those hockey vibes. People think teams don't quit in hockey. They do, right? There's a there's a flow to it. So Colorado got into listen. Let's just get this game over with type thing. And San Jose are scoring these stupid cheap goals in the last minutes here. And God, it's down to thirty six seconds right now. I swear I might throw this computer right now if this happens. I might, I might throw this computer. Not to mention, I, got, I just bet the Chicago Cubs in-game, my first in-game baseball bet of the year. And San Francisco just scored. I'm going to really snap here, man. It's 36 seconds. I don't have the stream up. I guess let me find a quick stream here. Let's see if I can find this. No, don't tell me. Yeah, don't tell me. I'm aware. I know. There's, I'm aware. Don't tell me anything, all right? I don't want to find out for myself. I don't need to hear bad news from you. To find out for myself, good or bad. All right. Let's see. All I need is not an empty netter. <laughs> that's that's what I'm asking for. I'm like, do not score or don't tie the game or don't score an empty netter. But I'm telling you, I always get screwed with these empty netters like late. Oh, I got a stream, but I'm I'm at a minute. Oh, I can't take this. Ah. <laughs> uh. The hell's taking so long anyway? So I think they, they call a timeout. Oh, boy. God, I've got this stream here, but I'm behind. So I've got, I've got two things up, and I'm just waiting for bad news to happen here. 27, 26 is ticking. Shot off target. Uh, that's good. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, God. Come on, man. Come on. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm telling you, they just scored, didn't they, with 13 seconds left? This is torture. Why? Like Nancy Kerrigan. Why? Why? Why me? 
The late night anger management class. This is sports rage. I am Renzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the DJs, the people of Buster, and everybody else in between. The Mighty 1090 ESPN Radio. Let's do this thing. Tony Finn on the radar. Rob Vino will join us. We're going to break down Saturday's college basketball uh, card. They don't call it madness uh, for nothing. And, uh, yeah, there's the empty net goal with 10 seconds left. Thanks, guys. 10 seconds I lose. It was 4-1, man. Like, there's been, there's literally been, like, three effing goals in the last, like, three minutes of this game, man. And the thing is, San Jose, you weren't going to win anyways. Like, that's the, just the stupid late goals. And, uh, like, and Colorado, God, I hate you guys. Like, ugh. It's, I'm telling you, every time I take one of these Western Conference Hockey League games, uh, every something, every time I get screwed over. It's, there's something about every team in the West in the NHL. I really like, I really despise them. I've never had a problem with SJ Sharkey either, but you know what? I'm starting to. <laughs> in Colorado, you're frauds. What kind of team gives up three goals to the Sharks? God, that's frustrating. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Like, I knew it. Ten seconds, man. God. I do have the Chicago Cubs minus five and a half. They're up 7-1 right now, the Giants. <laughs> this is what it's come to. I'm sweating out a five and a half run line. All right. We got Korean uh, Korean exhibition baseball, Japanese exhibition. Man, what is your ex? Your preseason in Japan's like six months, man. All right, well, give me something I could bet on here for real. All right, we have Australian f- rules coming up here. Right, we're going on, man. I like the Geelong Cats too, and they're smoking acid in right now. Absolutely smoking them. It's ninety-seven to thirty-nine. All right, we'll hit some AFL. That's right. The AFL is back. We'll hit some AFL football on the other side. We need some overnight. Uh, well, you know what? This is one of these nights. Like, I feel like I'm at the casino and I just lost two dimes. It's like, no, no, no. This isn't happening. <laughs> we're, not, we're not going down like this. Las Vegas locally is a great Twitter follow. I have a good uh, question up. What's the most underrated casino in Vegas? I'm curious to see the answers. Someone says the Cosmo. It's like 600 bucks a night there. What are you talking about? Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The late night anger management class getting screwed over. The San Jose screw job. That's all I get for betting the in game like that. But I did. It was a good bet. I, it wasn't like a DJ bet. You guys and I bet all these hockey in game totals all the time. And whatever, man. It was 4 1 with a couple of minutes left. And then a stupid, senseless goal so makes it 4 2. But the thing is, if it's 4 1, they're not going to pull the goalie. Right, it's one of those like Colorado just wanted to end the game. They're up four one. There's like five minutes left. It's like yeah, whatever. Let's just get out of here. And then boom, they scored with like three minutes left or whatever. Four two. It's like oh yeah, now now they're gonna try here at the end. Sort of like a football team being down. Imagine it's, it's a good analogy. 
goals and touchdowns are kind of the same thing. Like to, they're hard to get, but they're they're kind of the same thing. And it's kind of like so it's like so it's four one. Imagine it's a football. It's twenty eight seven in a football game, and there's like five minutes left. So the team that has twenty eight points knows they're gonna win, and they don't really care. Right, so they're kind of just running the ball, and it's like, yeah, let's just get this over with. But then the other team scores like a quick touchdown, you know, garbage touchdown. It's 28-14, hey, hey. and then it's like you were they recovered the onside kick, and suddenly they made it a game. It's like, oh, and then it's like, all right, guys, watch how I'm gonna lose with like 10 seconds left. And lo and behold, it happened with 10 seconds left. <sighs> Even flow. <laughs> Right, let's bring in Tony Finn. Tony Finn's voice always makes me feel better. Joining us on the night of the Wager Talk Vegas party. What's going on, Tony? I didn't listen. I got busy. I was working, um, trying to do the the right things. Uh, so you didn't I go. Didn't I didn't go. I didn't go. No, but you know I'll go. I, I called it. I called it actually. I what? told him at this. I said the party. I said I bet you Tony didn't go. I said he's watching. He's not going to go just because a bunch of kids are getting drunk at a casino right now. <laughs> That's, what I said. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's like, wait, like you've met Kelly before, right? Like you don't think like, oh, hey, well, I, go. Yeah, like, met, I could I see met, you not going. <laughs> no, are you, I, I met Kelly, and, and Kelly and I have had well, Kelly. We, yeah, we've done plenty of things together. I've, I've done enough Kelly. She's done enough of me to know that um, neither one of us is very special. <laughs> <laughs> We'll leave it right there. Thank you, Tony. No, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're having. A, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure they're having a great time uh, yeah. right now. But we thank you. You have a better time here uh, for joining. So, Tony, listen. It's perfect. You're the guy to ask here. I'm just talking. It's a good Twitter follow. Um, Las Vegas locally. So the Twitter yeah. account is uh, Las Vegas locally on Twitter. See, they got mm-hmm. they have 169,000 followers. So it's it's everything about Vegas. And right. uh, the question was, what's the most underrated? Casino uh, in Las Vegas, and it's funny. Our our boy Gamblu actually, I see answered them. Gamblu, and I'm going to tell you guys from the responses that I see here, it seems like South Point's the winner, right? So it's and this is kind of like locals answering the question, right? Because it's a local, you know, it's Las Vegas locally. The Twitter account. Uh, so Gamblu said South Point. I don't know these people. I happen to know Lou. South Point hands down says a girl named Hannah. Uh, Marshall, I think Red Rock is truly top notch. Um, Suncoast, uh, Sammy says Suncoast. Suncoast, someone else says South Point. Somebody says Planet Hollywood doesn't get as much love as it should. Uh, Red Rock, someone else says Four Queens, old school. Four Queens. Someone says the Cosmo, and then they get attacked for saying the Cosmo is like underrated. How can you say the Cosmo is yeah. underrated when exactly? Well. Like. When something's 450 bucks a night, it's not underrated. Uh, right. Some Red Rock's getting a lot of love, and I got to tell you, Red Rock is a great property, in my opinion. Me yeah. personally, I think, but I don't know if it's underrated because people know about it. I think what's underrated, Green Valley Ranch is a really good spot. Mm-hmm. I know it's in Henderson technically, but Green Valley yeah. Ranch, really good spot that people don't talk about. Um, what do you think? What's your most underrated casino, would you say? The Tuscany? Well, <laughs> may blessing rest in peace. <laughs> I would say this to that question would be that's really it's, it's largely dependent on what you like to do, you know. So, uh, it, you know, if you like a poke, it's different for me. That's true. Depending on what you know, what I want to do, but I will say this: if there's a casino that I like to go to, if I want to be left alone, or I want to just go with my wife, or 
and um, sit down and have a drink and maybe play some some t- some keno or some video poker or something where we don't have to sit at a table. You know what I mean? Um, Red Rock or even Santa Fe. We're kind of between. We're, we're only, I'm only about a five ten minute walk from Santa Fe, and while it's nothing special, there is a the oyster bars there, which is one of the best. Uh, listen, in the desert to get seafood, fresh seafood, that's where I go. And they got great crab legs, great oysters, and they have some bars that are kind of secluded where you can go. It's dark. It's kind of old school a little bit, although it's not old. So there you go. All right, Tony Finn. Tony yeah. Finn laid it down. I'm going to say, I don't know, underrated. It's a, it's a tough question. Well, we, Gabe, just so, just to, just FYI. When we go, we never go to the Strip. First off, we, we go downtown. We go to Fremont, and we, we'll go people watch. We'll sit down at Four Queens, uh, outside bar there next to the stage, listen to the van, and just have a great time just watching the, the, what people do. And, there's, and you, well, you know as well as anybody the amount of weird stuff that goes on in Fremont. Um, oh, I know. To make a buck. Yeah. Well, the thing is, well, I like it with Fremont, right? Loosest slots in the city, <laughs> as the slogan used to be. <laughs> yeah. Loosest slots in the city. But I noticed, Tony, so like it used to be the strip would gouge you, right? And, yep. you know, people go to Vegas the first few times. you got to be on the strip, and you think it's great and stuff. And then, you know, you don't really realize, oh, there's another Vegas. Oh, there's the, the old Vegas, the real, the original Vegas right downtown. There's sort of two different Vegases. And and then some people, like, let's be real, a lot of, like, because Vegas is different now, Tony. Like, a lot of people go to Vegas to go to the clubs and the pool parties, right? The, the good-looking right. young yeah. people and stuff, right? So they don't, they're not going to be caught. Yeah, they're not going to be caught dead on Fremont, right? They're like, oh. God, look at the trash here and all these old people and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, like, yeah. Look at all the fat people here. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, trust me, I've gone with girlfriends before and I've been told, I'm never staying, never bring us here again. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, She's yeah. like, yeah. We, we stayed at the, you know, we stayed at the Mandalay last time. Why are we here at uh, the Golden Nugget? I don't like this place. Like, I got that. Trust me. So, um, but I found Tony that Fremont became so popular and people were like, oh, it's cheaper and you win more money and it's cooler and it's not as, you know what I mean, pretend you all that stuff. Then, then and then you notice, then, then the strip started getting cheaper, Tony. Because, like, yeah, well. like, you know what I mean? It's almost like, oh, it's too packed on the strip, man, a bunch of Yahoo tours and stuff. Let's go to Fremont Street. But you go to Fremont Street now, bro, and it's always packed. They always have those concerts and cops are oh, shutting yeah. the thing down and everything. Dude, I lived there. I used to get trapped inside there all the time, and I couldn't get out. You know what I mean? Sorry, you got to go around. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, next I'll thing you know, this, you're in the casino. Cheap, okay? <laughs> it's not cheap. Uh, you know, if my wife and I go down there, and she drinks, she might have a... A couple double frozen margaritas, but those they're twenty five bucks a piece. You know, it's nothing cheap about it. It's yeah, tough. yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Two hundred bucks to drink down there. You know, just to go people watch. So, yeah, no, unless you're gambling, um, man, it's not. The, the, just Vegas is much different than when I was here when I was seventeen, eighteen. When you know, if you could see over the table, they would let you play. If you could see over the bar, it'd serve you a drink. They, you know, you didn't get carded, and and um, and you could actually walk from. You could walk from Caesars to the airport. Actually walk pretty much in a straight line because nothing was in between them uh, in about 20, 25 minutes. Now, uh, to navigate that would take you two hours, two and a half hours. You know, listen, I'm not, so people want this and that. Like, I'm not really sort of a value guy. Like, I prefer, like, I have different times in my life and stuff, but now I like nicer places and stuff. Hmm? But... um, 
But you look, you look at in, in Vegas. I was just thinking about some some of the spots, and as you stated, an, an underrated place. I don't know. Is it called the Link now? Was that Harris? Is Harris now the Link? No, it is, right? no, no, no. Link, so no, Harris is still Harris. Harris. Oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I was gonna say Harris Sportsbook, bro. Oh, that area, it, it's pretty cool. Like if people yeah, don't like yeah, talk yeah. about it. It's sort of in the middle of the strip, you think, but they give you drink tickets. They treat you well. There's good food in the in the in the area there. Gordon Ramsay's place, like it's a good spot. And I didn't say like it said Harris, underrated Harris Sportsbook, good good spot. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Get up and down to the track. Put it all on a bus. Why don't you put it in the bank? The bank? This is found money. I want to parlay it. I want to make a big score. Oh, you mean you want to lose it. <laughs> the Late Night Anger Management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. All right, we're going to have uh, a lot of official announcement over the weekend and then on Monday's show, but uh, we will be in Las Vegas. Uh, for the uh, the NFL draft, uh, Tony. So it's going to be good stuff. This time, the last time was kind of scattered and hurried and blah, blah uh, on Media Row. Uh, so this yeah. time we'll, we'll set up shop. Uh, we'll, we'll be able to kick back. Uh, we'll have the official announcement in the next couple of days as far as where we're going to be kicking it. And um, it's going to MGM Properties. Um, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be cool. I look forward to it. We haven't, we, you know what? We used to do like uh, Vegas shows all the We live there, but we used to do Vegas shows all the time with like a lot of people coming down and stuff. So this yeah. is going to be a good one. And you know, it's March Madness now and all that. Let people have their fun there. NFL draft, baby. That's going to be big time precursor setup, uh, dress rehearsal for, uh, for the Super Bowl in Vegas in two years. And I'll tell you what, Tony, before we get to the basketball, big news Devontae Adams, a Las Vegas yeah. Raider. Wow. There's more big news, too. Uh, I got about 200 texts today that um, that one of your favorite shows, one of the one of the shock jocks, not really shock jock, but one of the sports um, shows that you frequent, or at least you're on once a week, um, really talked you up and talked you uh, as that the, that they thought that you and the Ra- the raging redhead should be on Sports Grid Radio 24/7. That the, you two should be on it. That. Their favorite two minutes of Radio Row came from you and Gabe. Or you were interviewing uh, the Zamboni uh, driver that was cleaning the carpet about his Super Bowl picks, and then they put a picture up. <laughs> then they put a picture up of you, me, and and uh, and Cam, and they said the guy in the middle, that Tony got. That, then they started cracking up, saying something about. Taking the taking my headphones away from me, which I didn't understand what happened there because I don't remember that very much, but but it was pretty funny. And so I got all these texts. What, what were you doing on? What were you doing on that show? I said I wasn't. I, I, my picture was on the show. This, I wasn't you're, you're, on the show. You see, so you see the power. Uh, you see the power right. of the, right. the Pat McAfee show, Tony. That you just oh, yeah, you're, you're just your you're just your face. They didn't even mention your name. Your face was on the show. And, uh, yeah, my Twitter was blowing up when I woke up. I woke up late today. <laughs> and, uh, and shout out, like I said, shout out, what big, uh, McAfee's my guy. I love him. But, uh, Hawk, shout out to my boy Hawk for, for defending me. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what, what Hawk said. Because I'm the one, I'm the one that said he had a nice jacket, not you guys, right? Like, yeah. it was, uh, that, that was funny as hell. And then Gump got it. Right, he said, you're, 
said, you're the only one that didn't go on his show. He said, you're the only one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're also the only one. That <laughs> was funny. I, I, I just tweeted. I said, yeah, take, look, did you see my clip? I said, yeah, take my take my headphones. But uh, I was basically repeating what you had said to some guy on the uh, some under your breath to maybe one of the producers or one of the uh, one of the henchmen for him. Uh, you said to him, listen, um, you know, I get my shot. I'm a F and take it. So, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> exactly. So I, said, no, no, I could have went in and just sat down. No, I went out like, he said, no, no. I, I, if I'm doing this, I got to do this. Um, right. And we look, we look like, forward. Hopefully, we'll be out again next year. Arizona, Super Bowl in Arizona. And I don't know if I don't know if Pat's doing it. He'll probably beat the NFL draft actually. So we'll we'll see what happens. Oh, I mean, I'll find <laughs> out if they're going to the going to the draft. But yeah, so Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Every day there's just yeah. massive news in the NFL. And um, big move for the Raiders, and they went from ten to one to win a division to five to one. So they were actually ten to one before. Oh, it's like, oh, oh, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, big number, yes. big number for a pretty good football yeah. team. Wow, and the how many receivers do the Chiefs really need? They get they pick up Juju. Ah, he's he's not that good, anyways. Well, guess what? <laughs> um, you know he's, he's uh, overrated. Smith Schuster, he's well, overrated. Well, uh, I don't even think he's good? overrated. I don't even know if people think he's that good. But he'll be good on Kansas City. I think so. I mean, when you're getting single coverage because the double coverage and bracket coverage is all going to, uh, you know, to the to the to the to the tight end and uh, and the five foot four uh, guy that that Speedy you know Speedy Gonzalez that you can't catch. I mean, it makes you a pretty good receiver. Pringle, listen, Pringle got a pretty good contract. Um, and he was never, you know, he may have had four catches, may have been the most catches he had as a chief in one game, and uh, he moved on and got a nice contract. So that's the one thing. If you, and not, not Juju's case, Gabe, because he's already has some, he's been recognized, but uh, everyone wants to go play with, with the Chiefs and be that third receiver because eventually in three years you're going to get that contract, um, and you really didn't have to do a whole lot other than, other than pick up the scraps, right? Tony Finn, wager talk uh, with us. 7-3, I'm getting screwed here. San Francisco scored. 7-3, Chicago Cubs over to San Francisco Giants. Yeah, we're keeping people informed with everything, even degenerate late-night exhibition baseball uh, going on. Guess who I saw yesterday. Guess who I saw yesterday. Your boy, the commish. The commish. The commish. Do you have any insight? And I yelled at him. Hey, tell him, tell him, Dave, him. Dave Roberts ain't fired yet. <laughs> Here's what I said to him. I said, I said, I'm not talking to you, Commiss. I said, uh, um, you know, uh, it's, we're going to have a summer full of the Dodgers and this all-star lineup they have. And he said, yeah, Tony, but we, got, we have one hurdle, remember? And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, we have to get past Dave Roberts. And I just started laughing, right? And, and uh, um, I said, I'll talk to you some other time. I got to go. But he was just sitting in the corner over there talking to my wife because they're friends. And um, good guy, really a good guy, smart guy. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a fun summer because this Dodgers team is ridic- ridiculous. Ridiculous, Gabe. Ridiculous. Well, now, now with the DH, which is ridiculous and stupid. Right. But it is what it is. But now the DH in the National League, and as you stated with the lineup that they have, Every manager in the National League now has to manage like fifty percent less. Like, do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> well, no, okay. no, that's a good no, point. That's, that's a no, good I'm, point. It actually is that's true though. Point. Like, yeah, like it sort of is an equalizer in a way. American yeah. League. What do you do? What do you do if you're American League manager? Like, honestly, 
The pitching coach is the one that's handling the pitchers. You know what I'm saying? You can say, all right, let's take him out now, but that's about it. <laughs> like, And uh, even the pitching would coach do- will be the one that will tell you, oh, he's at 22 pitches now. He's at this. And okay. Yeah, right? Like, managers basically manage the room, guys. Right, to begin with. But in the National League, they were the ones, all right, we're going to do a hit and run here. We're going to do a double switch. All right, what happens? Who are we putting in left field if we were pinch hit for this guy, coach? Right, all that type of stuff. You can sort of not do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I kidded about American League managers. Dude, they always fall asleep and stuff. Like literally. I would do what Earl Weaver did. I would just go into the tunnel and smoke a cigarette, come back out, and see what, where we are at the game, you know. Uh, basically, a walk or two walks and a three-run bomb. That's all, Weaver, that's all I want. I want to fill the Gatorade bottle with some whiskey yeah. or vodka and sit back in the dugout and say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sit there like, I'm, I'm sure that's never been done before, yeah. Never. <laughs> never. All right, Tony, so... Okay. Let's not live in the past, actually. Let's just jump right in here. First game up, the Baylor Bears and the North Carolina Tar Heels. And I brought up, uh, I brought it up a couple of times, Tony, that uh, so no one's been repeated as defending champions since the Gators in 06-07. No one's ever won a national championship losing their first conference tournament game like Baylor mm-hmm. did. And, and then conversely, it's very interesting. The last four years, the last four, because there wasn't one year, but the last four tournaments... The defending champion didn't even make it to the Sweet 16, so right. it's kind of there's a you know the road to hell was paved with good intentions of defending champions in college basketball. And North Carolina playing good ball, man. They've won seven of their last eight basketball games. Uh, they they're playing inside, they're playing outside. Baycott's a good player in the in, in the interior. They got their, their big men are all hitting shots. This uh, this is a confident basketball team right now, getting five and a half points. What's your opinion on the heels and the Bears? I did a show today with Carlos Boozer, um, and Boozer came on the show because he made a big wager. I don't know if you heard about that. He played fifty thousand on put fifty thousand on Duke to win the championship. I, I didn't know Carlos Boozer had that much money to lose. Well, I you know, <laughs> listen, Carlos. Good uh, for him. I like him. Yeah, yeah he's really got articulate some bank. and did a good job. But I spoke about Baylor first, and then he basically reiterated what I. He basically said, "I agree, Tony. I agree that, and that we both thought Baylor was overseeded. They first off, they have too many injuries, and they're not. If they may, if they win, they'll. They, you know, I think they'll win tomorrow. I mean, they're still a big, big chunk." Favorite, but but this isn't a Baylor team that that can score at will, um, and they don't defend near as good as that team did last year, the last three years with the with the kids they had. So I, I think I said, Gabe, I said this. I said the the biggest seed probably tomorrow that on Sunday I should say that advances to the Sweet 16, in my opinion, would probably be. Michigan, uh, they would be the ones with the best chance to double-digit seed to advance to the Sweet 16. But I didn't think – I thought Murray State would probably be the largest seed. That would be the seventh seed. And Baylor, uh, when they get there, that's their last stop, I think. I think that's it for them. If they advance for that, I think they've, they've played above their skill set, above their personnel. The injuries they have are too, too, too much to, uh, to succeed and repeat as champion. Uh, I like where you're, I like where you're going with this. Like I said, I'm playing the I'm playing the the heels plus the points. Right. And I'm gonna a little sprinkle on the money. I like, I like to get a little bit more than plus two hundred, but you know it is what it is. But I'm, I'm gonna take the points. I think it comes if it if they lose, I don't think North Carolina gets smoked. But I really I think it's a good spot for North Carolina here. The total yeah, one forty nine. Boozer's up to win. Boozer picked North Carolina to beat Baylor tomorrow. He said they're playing really good. 
playing great ball, and they are the team. They can outscore uh, their defense on what they give up to Baylor. That's basically what he said. Yeah, and the kids on North Carolina won't be – they're not going to be intimidated. They were talking about blue chip NBA, NBA prospects here. Big spot. Hubert Davis is flying under the radar. All right, we'll hit, uh, we'll hit the rest of the card on the other side, including Creighton, Kansas, Michigan, Tennessee, Richmond, Providence. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm a rageaholic. <laughs> I just can't live without Ranger Hall! <laughs> this is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down. Tony Finn joining us. Straight for the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. We'll be there. NFL Draft. Stay tuned for details, but we'll be broadcasting. Um, you know, listen, the draft's on a Thursday night. We'll be there for the Thursday. The draft is on Friday. We'll be there for the Friday. The draft continues onwards into Saturday. But um, we're not on Saturdays. But so I'll be there. I'll be broadcasting Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, the draft week from Vegas. And um, we'll give you the d- details and location. You can come down. We've already, it's going to be a road rage. And then on Saturday, we have an old fashioned road rage get together. Because, uh, you know, Thursday, Friday will be uh, you know, business. NFL drafts, there's going to be all this breaking news. It's been a crazy offseason. You know it's going to continue. We'll be getting all of our bets in. NBA playoffs will be going on. NHL playoffs, baseball. It's going to be a great uh, great weekend. Uh, great week, actually. We'll be there. So, like I said, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, essentially, yeah, four days, uh, Vegas. Let's rock. Uh, Monday, we'll have all the details for you and full announcements. Tony Finn with us right now. So, you know what? I want to jump uh, actually jump backwards a little bit. Because uh, we always start with the the early games, and then we rush the late games. So let me throw Memphis and uh, Memphis and Gonzaga at you, Tony. How do you think the Memphis Tigers match up with the Bulldogs here? Well, I don't. Let's put it this way: Memphis has been a, a, a hit and miss all season long. They they started slow, uh, played well for a stretch, then they really Memphis. Uh, they're big guys inside. Uh, are, are not going to be anything for Gonzaga to be necessarily worried about. So I, I think Gonzaga, while they started slow last week uh, in their in their game, they showed what they are in the second half, and I think you're going to have a similar situation this weekend too. I, I, I don't think Memphis stays within 10 points of them. How about you? I think they're going to be hard-pressed as well because I, I actually I think Memphis is going to run. I think they're going to end yeah. up getting into a track meet and ultimately – Gonzaga shoot the ball a lot better. I think Gonzaga's going to end up on the free throw line a lot uh, in this game as the game goes on, as they, they powdered inside. And I like the over. I like the over in the game. And I, yeah. you know what? I do think Gonzaga survives. So then you got to, all right, are they not just going to win? Are they going to cover the point spread as well? But I, yeah, I don't, I think, I think it's going to be a track meet that, you know what I mean? It's like a shootout, but uh, Memphis will run out of bullets a lot quicker than Gonzaga will. I could not agree more. I mean, there's that's not a game where, I, of course, who there's been plenty of games. Yesterday was kind of today was kind of crazy. Yesterday was crazy, crazy in the tournament, much more so than what is typical. If I gave you numbers for 
you know, the one, two, and three seeds of the tournament, you'd be you'd be surprised. I mean, there are, I think, 420 and 22 uh, in the first round, the round 64. But we had some we had some craziness yesterday, and I thought that's what this year was going to be, Gabe. I really thought that this would be a year that uh, that any anybody that had a single digit seed, I thought, could win this thing. I mean, it, it, all it takes is a good path, a couple upsets, and before you know it, you're in the final four, right? Well, you're exactly right, and yeah. it's, it's a good segue into into this next uh, game here, which New Mexico State. Very yeah. impressive win by, by New Mexico yeah. State, right? Like playing against another sort of physical team, an East Coast team, a well-coached team that can wear you down. What I was impressed about with New Mexico State was when when the going got tough, when it was like, all right, here come UConn, and all oh, look, they took a two-point lead, and there's four minutes, whatever. They punched back, right? They didn't like you saw tonight. Colgate got tight, and they were like, "Oh, they got scared." They were like, "Oh, we're gonna lose," right? You can just tell. Like they were like, "Oh, we're screwed," right? Then you can right. tell. New Mexico State was like, "No, no, 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 we're not losing," right? They were like, they kept coming, and then they hit big free throws late, right? Just calmly went up to the line. I mean, this this Allen kid was unbelievable. I know it's tough to duplicate that, but we saw Vermont, and I like this Arkansas team. But we saw them. They had a hard time. It's one thing to get up. It's hard to close the door. And it's, it's hard enough to win these games in this tournament, let alone, you know, cover the number. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're a coach and stuff, like they're not thinking about, oh, I'm just a six and a half point favorite and people are going to be disappointed. No, they're thinking, thank God I just won this game by three, man. They don't care, right? They just yeah. want to get out of there. And Arkansas are good. But as I stated, they couldn't bury, they couldn't put that nail in the coffin against Vermont, but Vermont are more efficient offensively than New Mexico State are. What do you think about the Aggie game? Well, the, here's, the, here's the situation. I liked UConn for several reasons. I'm not, listen, I think the Big East was, uh, I think they're overvalued personally this year, completely. Uh, outside of Villanova, which we know is going to be, they're going to be steady Eddie uh, with Jay Wright and with Gillespie, et cetera, that team. But, New Mexico State, they didn't even, they had not played anyone this year that was in, that, that was in the tournament. This, this was basically, they were going to be playing somebody uh, yesterday. No, they played, they played, played Davidson. They played Davidson earlier in the year. They did. Okay, well, November the 18th. Okay, I'd have to go look at them. Maybe I'm, I'm sorry, I'm mistaken with that. Uh, um, in fact, I'm going to pull them up right now. But um, did they beat Davidson? Yes. Okay. All right then. Um, then what do I think about? Them? I think that they're. I think that they're going to be. I thought they'd be overwhelmed by UConn, and I think they'll be overwhelmed tomorrow as well. That's just my opinion. Uh, they weren't overwhelmed by UConn, but I, I think this is a different animal um, tomorrow. And I, I think for New Mexico State to advance, they're going to have to be. They're going to, have to play perfect, and, and they're going to have to get. Uh, you know, the, the foe's going to have to, to stumble a little bit. Don't you agree? Or do you like this team? I mean, this isn't Grand Canyon they're playing, you know, so. No, I know. I get it. I get it. No, you know what? If you look at who they played, they played Irvine. They beat Irvine. They played okay. Davidson. They yeah. beat Davidson 75-64. Um, okay. They did get pasted by Utah State, like out of conference games. Uh, they got they lost to Washington State. So, no, like they hadn't played the top tier. So, they caught Davidson earlier in the year. November 18th was like the third game of the year or whatnot. But. I don't know. No, I can't discount them. Actually, I can't okay. discount them. I feel, I feel between them and Richmond, they're sort of similar in a sense that I think they're just 
they believe in themselves. Right. Uh, they you know, throw the throw all the numbers out, throw the conference stuff out, that they just believe right. they can ball. And I'll tell you what, the SEC, what's the SEC done in this tournament? Well, no. Tennessee blasted uh, yeah. Longwood. Kentucky lost yeah. to St. Peter's. Yep. Um, Alabama got drilled by Notre Dame and a Notre Dame team that played two games in two days, three days, right. and had to travel 3,000 miles, etc. You know, we can go on like Arkansas, and I like Arkansas, but you know, Vermont gave them all they can handle. Yeah. You know, I think, listen, that's why I think Michigan are much liver than people think tomorrow, and that number well, keeps going up. But It's not. Listen, listen uh, I couldn't agree with you more. What you just stated is absolutely Factual and accurate, and I thought Wisconsin was fortunate, just like you said tonight. That they they look, of course, they were a fade for me most of the year because this wasn't a typical uh, Wisconsin, Michigan State, I should say. They weren't. This wasn't a typical Izzo team. It wasn't loaded with, or it didn't, it didn't have a couple of pieces that are typical. They're staples for Izzo's teams, and. And in this situation, I'm looking like you did. I'm looking at that schedule in Michigan State. Their quad, they had one quad one victory all year, and that was, as you mentioned, that's Washington State. Uh, I take it back. Davis was a quad one one two, but that's the two teams they played, um, and, and that are quad ones, and and only one of those made the tournament. So uh, this, there's no Cal Baptist. This isn't. They're not going to face Dixie State. They're not going to be playing uh, Stephen A. Austin. This is a tough. This is a tough, tough matchup. Arkansas. Uh, so they so they hiccuped a little bit against Vermont. Vermont's a team that can shoot and shoot much better than New Mexico State, and I don't think they were intimidated. I don't think New Mexico State was intimidated, but but I think Arkansas comes to play. I'm a big Musselman fan. He listen. He builds his teams to be tournament ready and, and tournament qual uh, worthy, and and I think this team is. Length six and a half points total. Yeah. Uh, One thirty eight in this game. Tough spot, like I said. I don't know. They're either going to beat them by 12 or 14, or it's going to be a buzzer beater coming down to, like, it's going to be a tie game. Right? Well, I, I, I think that I, line's short. I think that line's generous. I think if you like Arkansas, I think you got to like that line. Don't you agree? Yeah. I well, so. in a sense, you know, it's pretty much the same. Well, put it yeah. this way. They're putting, they're, it seems like the, the computer, I know it's the Ken Palm stuff, but that's what I'm talking about. And I'm not, you know, ragging on Ken Palm, but, bro, like, Vermont was like a 27 team or something, according to Ken Palm, right? Like, so this is where, like, the metrics and, yeah, yeah they're, they're efficient and they're this. Yeah, whatever, bro. They play against, like, high school teams. So, of course, they're efficient, right? And, of course, they're efficient. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. mean they're a yeah, top right, 10 right, team right. or whatever, yeah, no. right? Like, South Dakota State. You know, yeah, they hit 45% of their threes. And like I said, it's harder to hit 45% of your threes when there's a Big East team, like, in your face than it is a Summit League team in your face. But um, Or Texas Southern. For instance, you know, everybody liked Texas Southern. I said, listen, Texas Southern misses. Well, they, they can't shoot free throws. Uh, they miss the rim completely at least twice a game. Well, they played, they played pretty good and got clobbered. By Kansas, actually shot like 75% from the free throw line, which is stupid. And but this team can't shoot. I mean, everybody's big. They rebound offensively, and they they have second chance points. That's how they won their conference. That's how they won uh, the conference tournament. And that's why they've been in, the, in, in from their conference in the tournament three straight years, or three out of, two out of the last three, whatever it is. Uh, those kind of teams have a problem with teams that are as big as they are and as athletic as they are, as you just described. Absolutely correct. Listen, we've got time. This game's one of the night games tomorrow night, but 
Yeah. I'm talking myself into New Mexico State here. Like, I just have a voice. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I really am. Sorry, Tom. I'm just like, and I'm a pro Arkansas guy too, but. Like yeah. I said, Arkansas could win this game. I don't think they're going to run these guys uh, off the floor. I just don't. I think New Mexico State will battle with Arkansas to the wire. Now, this is an improbable matchup. St. Peter's and Murray State. And oh. St. Saint- oh. Peter's are getting eight and a half against Murray State. Yeah. And so Murray State, guys, this team, what, they're 31-2 and two now. Well, they're la- the last time they lost was December the 22nd to, to Auburn, at Auburn. And they lost the fourth game of the year to Eastern Tennessee, East Tennessee State. So um, they, well, these guys are they're on a roll. But what did Saint? So are Saint Peter's. Is Saint fine. Peter's out of gas here after that massive upset, or what do they have left in the tank here? Well, um, I listen. Murray State. I, I think they're the only team from Kentucky left in the tournament. Maybe uh, I, I found that I love John John Morant's comment. He said, "Well, at least there was one Kentucky team still left in the tournament." <laughs> so, but but here's the deal: that Arkansas is much like the Arkansas New Mexico. You you know UConn, they can run, they can play at any, any, they can play at any tempo. But New Mexico State. They hit. They hit everything they were supposed to hit in that game. Uh, Arkansas, Arkansas. Listen, they're going to be better. I'm telling you right now, they're going to push. They're going to push, and they're going to push uh, New Mexico State. And as far as the game you just referenced, um, St. Like Peter's Murray and Murray State. State. I ha- listen, St. Peter's was out of their mind. You see, you saw what happened to them in overtime. That if you saw that kid shoot that three pointer, when I saw him basically do a two-handed push shot from about 30 feet and swish it. I said, I said, Kentucky's done. I said, they, they, you can't beat that. You can't, it's, you know, it's fate or whatever it might be. We'll call it what you want. But, but they missed some free throws, Gabe. That's really why they, they had plenty of opportunity to win that game, Kentucky, and they didn't do it. No, I can't, I can't disagree with the free throws, uh, but it doesn't mean Murray State's going to win this game by nine points, does it? No. It does not. I think they will. Tony Finn says he thinks they do. <laughs> I think they will. <laughs> More on the other side. The late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Three-minute warning, level two. Quickest 180 minutes of Sports Talk Radio. We're blazing through this program this evening. All right, so we got about two and a half minutes for the uh, sports updates on your local AM radio affiliates. So, uh, Tony, I'll uh, throw the ball to you here right now. Creighton, Kansas, Jayhawks, minus 12, 139 and a half. Yeah, I, I like Kansas here, Gabe. I like Kansas a lot, but the Creighton lost, you know, they lost their second leading score in their win uh, on uh, Thursday. So, uh, even with him, I thought this was going to be a, a tough Tough matchup. Creighton's a hit and miss. Uh, they have to they have to shoot well from three. Uh, Kansas's Achilles obviously is their defense. Uh, their defensive metrics are a little bit high. They're, they show, as far as the math goes, better than they actually are. But uh, Creighton can't keep up with Kansas as far as scoring goes. And, and in the paint, they um, they have their hands full with the um, with the All American big, or at least the All Academic. Big for 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 Kansas and and I don't see this I don't see this as being one one that I would expect or even anticipate or even think they could upset the Jayhawks. 
Tony says, lay it down. Lay the wood. Rock, chalk, Jayhawk. Literally and figuratively. Chalk, rock, chalk. Uh, listen, <laughs> I just put in a play for you overnight uh, hardcores. Um, Brisbane. The uh, Brisbane. The Brisbane Lions to beat uh, Port Adelaide. Brisbane in the AFL. I believe this starts in about uh, 10 minutes' time. Uh, AFL, it's round one, a.k.a. week one. They call it rounds instead of weeks, but it's the it's opening weekend of uh, AFL. So we're on uh, Brisbane money okay. line with the Kansas Jayhawks money line. It's like minus, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like minus 157. Give me a head start yeah. overnight. I got to chip away after I just, uh, I didn't have the best day. I've had a good week and stuff, but I'm up, right. but I did lose today. So I want to get that back. Um, all right, Tony, so. Yeah, we got, uh, we got the update coming up here. We'll get you out in a couple of minutes. So on the okay. other side, uh, you like Kansas. I want to get into uh, St. Mary's and UCLA with you. One of your colleagues, Rob Vino, will step up and in a little bit uh, later on. We'll blast through my best bets for the weekend. Take a look at the MLS card, UFC, NBA, everything else going on. Too, but it's March Madness, baby. Let's do this thing. Bring it.